0: Coronavirus is doing some interesting things on Amazon this week. Today, we'll be talking about that as well as an interesting story that hit the New York Times today. This is the My Amazon Guy podcast, and this is your host, Stephen Pope. So, uh, a <clears throat> few things. First off, some Amazon related news. Uh, Amazon's crackdown on price gouging. That means if you've raised your prices in the last 48, 72 hours, you may see some pushback from Amazon. They may strand your listing. So if you've raised prices and you see any items strand, you may have to lower your prices to get them unstranded. I've been in communication with seller support to try and resolve some of these issues with very limited success. It seems like the low-level Amazon support right now actually has no idea what's going on and that the algorithm change for price gouging seems to be running uh in autopilot right now so if you're experiencing that um, you can try editing your listing editing the, uh, the price and even ticketing and you may still struggle to get your listings back online um, <clears throat> if you're selling items in hand sanitizer toilet paper or any of those uh, situations you also are at high risk of suspension right now be very careful with any actions you take and with that said we're gonna be talking about a New York Times article that came out today it's about this guy who basically got a U-Haul, went around to every store he could get within 1,200-mile radius, bought thousands, according to the New York Times, 17,700 bottles of hand sanitizer, and now he's been suspended from Amazon, eBay, and Walmart and has nowhere to sell them. In fact, he's rented a U-Haul to go out and do this and then put them into... Uh, a rented facility to store them since he has nowhere to sell them. So we're seeing a lot of weird things going on right now with Amazon and and related to the coronavirus. So I'm going to go ahead and read portions of this article uh, for today's podcast. So on March 1st, the day after the first coronavirus death in the United States was announced, brothers Matt and Noah Colvin set out in a silver SUV to pick up hand sanitizer. Driving around Chattanooga, Tennessee, they hit a Dollar Tree, then a Walmart, then a Staples, a Home Depot. At each store, they cleared out the shelves. Over the next three days, Noah Colvin took a 1,300-mile road trip across Tennessee and into Kentucky, filling a U-Haul truck with thousands of bottles of hand sanitizer and thousands of packs of antibacterial wipes, mostly from little hole-in-the-wall dollar stores in the backwoods, his brother said. The major metro areas were already cleaned out. Matt Colvin stayed home near Chattanooga preparing for pallets of even more wipes and sanitizer that he had ordered and starting to list them on Amazon. Mr. Colvin said he posted 300 bottles of hand sanitizer and immediately sold them all for between 8 and $70 each, multiples higher than what he bought them for. To him, it was crazy money. To many others, it was profiteering from a pandemic. The next day, Amazon pulled his items and thousands of other listings for sanitizer, wipes, and face masks. The company suspended some of the sellers behind the listings and warned many others that if they kept running up prices, they'd lose their accounts. eBay soon followed with even stricter measures, prohibiting any U.S. sales of masks or sanitizer. Now, while millions of people across the country search in vain for hand sanitizer to protect themselves from the spread of the coronavirus, Mr. Colvin is sitting on 17,700 bottles of the stuff with little idea of where to sell them. It's been a huge amount of whiplash, he said, from being in a situation where I have uh, got coming and going could potentially put my family in a really good place financially to what the heck am I going to do with all this? Mr. Colvin is one of probably thousands of sellers who have amassed stockpiles of hand sanitizer and crucial respiratory uh, masks that many hospitals are now rationing. Uh, In fact, uh, I've I've got uh, reports from social media of people who have uh, likely got the coronavirus, but they can't even get tested right now. They're so short on testing kits, let alone face masks or hand sanitizer and toilet paper sold out across the the state of Georgia, um, as far as I can tell from every report I've seen. Alright, so back to the article. According to interviews with eight Amazon sellers and posts in private Facebook and Telegram groups from dozens more, Amazon said it had recently removed hundreds of thousands of listings and suspended thousands of sellers' accounts for price gouging related to the coronavirus. Amazon, eBay, Walmart, and other online commerce platforms are trying to stop their sellers from making excessive profits from a public health crisis. While the companies aim to discourage people from hoarding such products and jacking up their prices, many sellers had already cleared out their local stores and started selling the goods online. Now, both the physical and digital shelves are nearly empty. Makila uh, Kozlaski, a nurse in Dudley, Mass., has been searching for hand sanitizer before she gave birth to her first child, Nora, on March 5th. When she searched stores, which were sold out, she skipped getting gas to avoid handling the pump. When she checked Amazon, she couldn't find it for less than $50. You're being selfish, hoarding uh, resources for your own personal gain, she said to the sellers. Sites like Amazon and eBay have given rise to a growing industry of independent sellers who snatch up discounted or hard-to-find items in stores to post online and sell around the world. These sellers call it retail arbitrage, a 21st century career that has many adults buying up everything from limited runs on cereals to fingerling monkeys, a once hot toy. The bargain hunters look for anything that they can sell at Sharp Markup. In recent weeks, they found perhaps their biggest opportunity, a pandemic. All right, so so pausing on the article for just a moment, I'm very familiar with retail arbitrage strategies. In fact, I've had many of my own uh, clients engage in said practices for the past five to six years on Amazon. It's, it's very much a dead practice nowadays in my opinion, and it's because it's too risky. Uh, not only are you competing with other sellers for the same products, and so you can get into a price war, um, but, but if I was gonna do it, I'd do it in Q4 during the Christmas rush, um, but right now, especially with all of the commotion that's going on, it's really, really risky. So I don't really recommend retail arbitrage anymore. Um, reverse wholesale still, still viable, but for the most part, private label is absolutely where where the action is right now. And I recommend getting out of manufacturing overseas and start manufacturing local. And um, you know, I'm one of the first to say that in on the market. But if you get the United States manufacturing going first, and you're first to market on that, you're going to be in way better shape than if you wait. Uh, And it's going to be three to five years before that really heats up. All right, so back to the article. As they watched the list of Amazon's most popular searches, crowds with terms um, like Purell and 95 mask and Clorox wipe, sellers said they didn't Uh, did what they had learned to do, suck up supply, sell it for what the market would bear. Initially, the strategy worked. For several weeks, prices soared for some of the top results to searches for sanitizer, masks, and wipes on Amazon. According to the New York Times' analysis of historical prices from Jungle Scout, which tracks data for Amazon sellers, the data shows both Amazon and third-party sellers like Mr. Colvin increased their prices, which then mostly dropped when Amazon took action against price gouging this month. At the high prices, people still bought the products in mass. Amazon took a cut of roughly 15%, eBay, roughly 10%, depending on the price and the seller. And then the company's pressure by growing criticism from regulators and customers cracked down after the measures last week. Amazon went further on Wednesday, restricting sales of any coronavirus related products from certain sellers. So, you know, breaking from the article for just a moment. So, not only. Um, has retail arbitrage created part of this situation? But now uh, nobody can actually buy it at all. So we're we're in a rock between a rock and a hard place right now. Basically, either you allow price gouging, and then there's going to be high priced items on Amazon, or you, you 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 terminate that practice, and then nobody gets anything. And I got to be honest, that's a really hard one to debate. Uh, personally. I think that they probably are in over their head, and they should allow the free market to solve the problem. Um, The government is failing right now to solve the problem, so the free market is the best bet, even if it's not the greatest bet, Uh, because if you don't allow the free market to to correct the situation, uh, less people are going to have access. That's that's my personal opinion. I know that's going to be a really contested uh, topic. Price gouging is a clear violation of our policies and unethical and in some areas illegal. Amazon said in the statement, in addition to terminating these third-party accounts, we welcome the opportunity to work directly with states, attorneys, generals to uh, prosecute bad actors. Mr. Colvin, 36, former Air Force technical sergeant, said he started selling on Amazon in 2015, developing it into a six-figure career by selling Nike shoes and pet toys following trends. Early February, as headlines announced the coronavirus spread in China, Mr. Colvin spotted a chance to capitalize and by the way, um, so I have uh, clients that have Chinese manufacturing. I'm on the phone um, more than once a week with manufacturers and um, um, sellers specifically that live in China. And when when they started going through this coronavirus mess, I was following it pretty closely and, And going through that quarantine, it was, uh, you know, very peculiar seeing the manufacturing facility shut down. Now, most of those manufacturers are up and running already. China's back to business. Europe's now the epicenter for coronavirus and the USA, which has no idea what's going on, is probably a week out from really being um, understood for the situation. Basically, you know, you started out this week where companies are trying to figure out what the impact to their business is. And by the middle of the week, everything was going remote. Everybody's shutting down. And by the end of the, end of the week, it's just complete pandemic pan, pandemonia uh, going on. So the good news is, in my opinion, um, anybody selling on Amazon right now is actually going to be benefited. Um, if we have a lengthy two week, two month quarantine, whatever it might be, the likelihood of you making more money on Amazon this year is actually higher. Um, so I think you know, and, and I've had. 10 of my accounts um, just in the past two weeks have set records beating out Christmas rush, beating out prime week. So it's actually a really good time to be in e-commerce right now. So a lot of the sectors and businesses that are struggling, e-commerce is definitely not one of them in my opinion. All right, so back to the article. Um, By the way, I'm going to be posting a link to this article. It's got pictures. It's really interesting to review. You know, it's not very often I just flat out read an article but this one is very fascinating very very worthwhile going into all this detail because it's such a such a turning point this 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 is really the face of much of the problem we're going to experience here in the next month all right so he quickly sold 2050 packs of masks on ebay pricing them for 40 to 50 dollars each sometimes higher he declined to disclose his profit on the record but said it was substantial by the way i'm going to guess it's probably around 50k um, the success stoked his appetite when he saw the panicked public starting to pounce on sanitizer and wipes, he and his brother set out to stock up. Elsewhere in the country, other Amazon sellers were doing the same thing. Chris Anderson, an Amazon seller in central Pennsylvania, said he and a friend had driven around Ohio buying about 10,000 masks from stores. He used coupons to buy packs of 10 of for around $15 each, so resold them for $40 to $50 after Amazon's cut and other costs, he estimates he made a $25,000 profit. Mr. Anderson is now holding 500 packs of antibacterial wipes after Amazon blocked him from selling another um, for $15, $19 each, up from $16 weeks earlier. He bought the packs for $3 each. Eric, a truck driver from Ohio who spoke on the condition that his surname might not, not be published because he feared Amazon would retaliate, and they will, said he also had collected about 10,000 masks at stores. He bought each for 10 packs, about $20 each. Each sold most for roughly $80 each, though some he priced at around $125. Even at $125 a box, they were still selling almost instantly, he said. It was mind-blowing as far as what you could charge. He estimates he made about 35 dollars to $40,000 in profit. Now he has 1000 more masks on order, but he's not sure what to do with them. He said Amazon has been vague about what's uh, constituted price gouging, scaring away sellers who don't want to risk losing their ability to sell on the site. To regulators and many others, the sellers are sitting on a stockpile of medical supplies during a pandemic. The Attorney General's office in California, Washington, and New York are all investigating price gouging related to the coronavirus. California's price gouging law bars sellers from increasing prices by more than 10% after officials declare an emergency. New York's, you know, that's a fascinating point right there because most of these sellers have been making this money for the past two weeks. And nobody had declared an emergency until like Wednesday, going into Thursday, uh, you know, it wasn't even until Friday until Trump uh, declared the national emergency. So so again, nobody has really ever prepared for a black swan event like this. And, and again, going into my own personal opinion, this is a once in a 100 year event, guys. Once in a 100 year event. And most people in the U.S. still haven't wrapped their head around that yet. This, you know, You've probably got 30 emails in your inbox in the last 48 hours about uh, various companies talking about how they're dealing with the coronavirus and what they're doing for their employees and whatever else, and churches are closing, all the events are closing. You know, this all started really when the Utah Jazz uh, announced that they had tested positive for coronavirus. You had one Jazz member who had touched the mics and everybody's faces in the locker room, and then less than 24 hours later diagnosed with coronavirus. Pretty insane. And then Tom Hanks came out and said he had it. So that's where we're at right now. Um, it's been a really big turnaround in a very short time period. And if I was you at home listening to this right now, I would I would probably self-quarantine as much as you can in the next two weeks and and try and make sure you've got enough food and supplies to take care of yourself because all of the stuff that's going on. Um, so we'll see what happens. All right. So back to the article An official at the Washington attorney general's office said the agency believed it could apply the state's consumer protection law to sue platforms or sellers, even if they aren't in Washington, as long as they're trying to sell to Washington residents. This is all crazy guys, because if we don't give an outlet to these guys that have stocked up on this stuff, then less people are going to have access. (laughs) I mean, just bottom line. Uh, Trying to go after price gouging right now when everybody needs supplies seems like the wrong thing to do. Mr. Colvin does not believe he was price gouging while he charged $20 on Amazon for two bottles of Purell that retail for $1 each. He said people forget that his price includes his labor, Amazon fees, and about $10 in shipping. Alcohol-based sanitizer is pricey to ship because officials consider it hazardous material. Current price gouging laws are not built for today's day and age, Mr. Colvin said. They are built for Billy Bob's gas station, doubling the amount he charges for gas during a hurricane. I got to agree with this guy, guys. He added, just because it cost me $2 in the store doesn't mean it's not going to cost me 16 to get it to your door. But what's, what about the morality of her hoarding products that can prevent the spread of the virus just to turn a profit? Mr. Coleman said he was simply fixing inefficiencies in the marketplace. Some areas of the country need these products more than others, and he's helping send the supply towards the demand. It's actually a pretty compelling argument. There's a crushing, overwhelming demand in certain cities right now, he said. The Dollar General in the middle of nowhere outside of Lexington, Kentucky, doesn't have that. He thought about it even more. I honestly feel like it's public service. He added, I'm getting paid for my public service as for a stockpile mr Coleman said he would now probably try to sell it locally if i can make a slight profit that's fine he said but i'm not looking to be in a situation where i make the front page of the news for being the guy who hoarded twenty thousand bottles of sanitizer that i'm selling for 20 times what they cost me all right so that's the completion of the article again we'll put that in the description of the podcast if you're interested to learn more um, pretty crazy situation going on right now and for those that are amazon sellers um, just be careful with your price changes right now. You're gonna hit some um, some possible potential uh, snags for sure. Um, and if you need any advice, you wanna wanna get on a coaching session with me just to talk about your current situation. Uh, if you're not a current client, just go over to myamazonguy.com, top right, hit book a coaching call, and we charge 125 an hour to discuss uh, your situation in real time. We can log into your seller account and actually look at the data and make changes while we're on the call. So look forward to to potentially meeting up with you. Um, Otherwise, please feel free to spread this, uh, spread this podcast, tell three other people. We'd really appreciate that. It's definitely a good, interesting um, set of series we've completed in the last week or so, uh, ranging on topics, everything from A-plus content, trademarks, uh, the coronavirus, increasing sales and profit. We've also interviewed several entrepreneurs as well as uh, many more to come. So thank you guys for watching. That is the My Amazon Guy podcast today. Today is March 14th, and appreciate you listening. I'm Stephen Poe.